Hi, I'm Kevin Peterson. And I'm Gerard Di Peralta. And I'm Ryan Benoit. This is Serial Podcast 9, Episode 10. Today we have a guest. His name is Eric Weber, also known as Wayfarers87. Eric's actually going to serve as our resident truck expert. Yeah, I guess you can call me that, maybe. <laughs> I feel like you have the nicest truck out of anyone I know. And that doesn't, I'm not saying that that says a lot, but I mean. You've also had like more trucks than anybody I know. One yeah. could say that, yeah. One could say that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the facts would say yes yeah i guess because this episode is going to be called uh when car guys get trucks eric's yeah. been trucking for the longest out of all of us that's for sure before we yeah, go same. any further you guys i think we should clarify we are not talking about like dooleys or like pickup trucks or uh some of them are dro- pickups i gotta fuck pickups. Pickup. all right well we're not talking about like tow rigs we're not that's okay, not yeah. really what the yeah. episode's about uh we're not talking about what are your carolina squat squat trucks we're not talking about those this week we could though we could (laughs) but i don't feel like eric's the right guy to weigh in on that so uh lots of opinions on this subject (laughs) that's not what we brought him here for i didn't ask just everyone's got opinions Uh, all right all right all right right. (laughs) eric's here because he has the coolest truck out of us that's why eric's here that's it's Eric. So what is Eric's only... truck? Why is it so cool? Okay, what Eric, is Eric's truck? And, and no, like... no, no, no. I want Ryan to explain it. Okay. Yeah, the best of his terms and abilities. I'm gonna say this. And the then best Eric can... to explain it. Yeah. 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 Here's what I'm gonna yeah. say. Eric has the only truck slash like you know like four by four that I've ever taken pictures of. That I've been like, I'm gonna do a full article on it. Before that, I did not give a shit about trucks. Then I met Eric and I saw his Toyota rigs. And I was like, holy shit, these can be really cool. And it totally like changed my perception of what it meant to have like a four by four. So that's how I see Eric as a truck owner. So Eric, now you can explain what your truck is. Well, I mean, like I, I feel like my trucks are generally like I build them with the same, same style as like I would build a car, you know, it's like a ton of different custom suspension components. It's always got to have cool wheels. You know, there's got to be a certain aesthetic to it, right? Yeah, I don't know. I have, <clears throat> and it has to be a Land Cruiser. Oh, it doesn't have to be, but currently, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've always like had my style shaped by kind of older stuff from Japan. So right now, I've got a 1988 Toyota Land Cruiser, and it is uh, coil spring swapped with the next gen Land Cruisers axles, suspension, all that. It's got really cool wheels from Japan, straight pipe, no muffler, all clear lights. Diesel, of you know, course, turbo diesel. Di- yeah, diesel, of course. Yeah, and, uh, you know, serial line shift knobs and all that crap. What's the chassis code? It is a HJ61. Sick. It's it's uh, boxy and, like, high and, like, has wide wheels and 35s and sounds you dope. Had the, you had the previous gen <laughs> before this. Why did, why did you go back, backwards in general? From an 80 to a 70. Uh, to a 60 60 yeah i've had a 70 as well though yeah um (laughs) 70 is the one i took to moab yeah i don't know i i had the 80 for probably about two 80s two 80s because i rolled the first one um i had the first one for about five years the second one for about two and uh love the chassis love the way they drove but i kind of always had that hankering to get a 60 like i really like the style it's kind of like a truck x7 you know yeah for Um, sure like the way it's built and all that stuff, um, kind of even, you know, the way it's styled. Yeah, the way it looks for sure is very parallel to an X7 for sure. Yeah. I, you got the X7 so you can have twins, you know? Exactly. And the only thing that really stopped me for a long time was I just, after years of driving different trucks, I really hate driving trucks with leaf springs. And they're just, they're not compliant. The steering is awful. Like it's all over the road constantly. And so I keep looking at them from afar, like, yeah, maybe one day you know, but I don't want it as my main truck. And then uh, last year, like middle COVID, a company down in the States called Trail Tailor released a like weld on kit to allow you to put 80 series axles underneath your truck and uh, do all that, that suspension, the coil springs and the pan hards and everything that would actually make the truck nice to drive. So I started kind of not actively looking, but if something came up, you know, I'd think about it. And 
all of a sudden a friend of mine found this thing sitting behind uh, a big mall in Burnaby and uh, it'd been abandoned for six years and it just yeah everything worked out a friend of mine was always interested in buying the 80 and yeah I bought the kit I bought the truck and put the two together and yeah it's yeah exactly it's uh it's like driving an 80 but with the looks of the 60 and yeah it's yeah. i i love the thing so far so i gotta um, know which mall was dream. it behind it was behind metro town what i mean that's pretty no that's pretty common there's tons of those like ghetto areas it was with, like, like little carports and like totally abandoned it, vehicles well it was like right off of the main drag uh behind metro town like in the little apartment complex like tucked yeah. in between some little trees you know so you've said it's not always been land cruisers for you uh, yeah like i started off 07 or 08 i had a jzx81 and a friend of mine had a really old toyota pickup like an 82 toyota pickup and it just went everywhere and we'd go camping and I'd be driving like in my friend's Cressida or I had like an 88 Tercel or whatever. You're just taking whatever you've got camping, right? And we'd hop in his pickup truck and he'd drive us up all these trails and it looked like a lot of fun. He basically introduced me to off-roading. And so I bought like a 95 Toyota pickup truck and that's really what started it all. I just camp in the, in the bed of the truck and sleep on, in the canopy and stuff like that. So yeah. Fast forward today, and now no one can afford a Land Cruiser because no. of Toyota tax. <clears throat> no, I mean, like, I was lucky to be in the game. Like many of us that have trucks now, you know, you have it. But if you were to get out of it um, and get into something else, you know, it'd be really hard to get back in. Vancouver real estate and Land Cruisers, the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> all right. So we should also say that all of us actually have a truck of some degree kevin i feel like you have maybe the most oddball truck out of <laughs> all of us yeah and what is probably. it and tell us about it uh it's a 1997 toyota dyna 200 4x4 which was a japanese fire pump truck with a huge yeah huge water pump and a pto uh solid axle uh, drum brake front and rear yeah the axles are just huge leaves front and rear it's a super heavy duty truck imagine like a box truck without the box like a quad yeah. cab box truck super yeah it's got short that, but without yeah. the box it's got that big boy <laughs> shit that yeah. like 14 inch diff yeah yeah um it has a hydraulic ram that lifts the entire cab uh, dual cab <laughs> so you can access the motor and transmission and everything um, yeah, it has this like really shitty homemade box that I put on the back for now. Um, I'd like to do uh, 80 series axle swap like Eric's done, because that would give me uh, disc brakes, uh, coil springs, lockers, and a better 500 pounds lighter. Yeah, exactly. Because right now, um, cooler wheels. With the, with the gearing, it like tops out at like 90. <clears throat> well, not really tops out at 90, but that's like my cruising speed. Like. I could do 110, but like only for like a minute or two if I'm passing someone. <laughs> right on. Just screaming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Basically, when 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 it came down to it, I was like, well, I could get like an 80 series, or I could get this like way more ridiculous fire truck. So I was like, yeah. oh, I'll just get the fire truck. <laughs> it's surprising when we're on trails. That thing, I'm just like, man, that thing is going there. Like that's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. Seems yeah. very on brand for Kevin to have yeah That's the weirdest thing mine is like the yeah. farthest from zero nine brand uh, maybe not yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, yours is on par dude yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's the exact opposite of mine but yeah equally like if it's a venn diagram like yeah. we're both somehow like touching but like yeah so far in opposite yeah. directions sure. yeah so with that gerard do you have a it's a z62 which is a, a 2012 infinity qx56 sort of cousin to the Y62 Patrol. Uh, it has most of the goodies of the Patrol that all the rest of the world got, except we got uh, shafted with like, you know, no lockers <laughs> and slightly smaller drivetrain and stuff, but it has the 400 horsepower DK56 VD and the seven speed and, you know, eight seats and power everything, and heated steering wheel and, you know, power lift gate, whole nine. 360 cam. 
360 cam yeah it's got cameras for the yeah for the bumper and like the right front wheel and shit it's pretty cool i do feel like that's on current brand with like <laughs> serial nine that you've abandoned old toyotas and have just gone to like nissan yeah. had a prado had a pajero but my first truck was a uh, an xterra like an 01 like uh yeah five speed 170 horse so fun Good. it's hilarious because if you want like one of my questions that i like wrote down was like all right, like, what would you get for 5K, 10K, 20K, like, yeah. unlimited budget? And I was like, man, like, if anyone was asking <clears> me, like, I'd probably tell them to get, tell them to get a, an Xterra, too. But, like, you know, yeah, like, get 100%. a manual Xterra. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. And, like, I mean, honestly. The cheapest, safest, like, probably, you know, or I don't know, maybe, like, a Grand Vitara. That might be, what? like, a. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? The, like, You're XL7? not cheap. XL7 is, is fully not a truck. The XL7 is is uh, but like two gens like I swear two gens ago is like a is like a pretty good truck. No, no? You're, I think you're talking about like the last Vitara before the XL7 was decent, but then the XL7 just went to like it's a garbage. Like full. Is that like, a movie full, like the last full, like, Samurai? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the last Vitara. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, but yeah, I, like honestly, I'm like diehard Toyota guy, but like on like it's like, hey, like what drift car would you get? Like, yeah, exactly. Fully, yeah, like what, like what off road fucking like cheap thing should you get? Like, yeah, like Xterra. I mean, that's the thing. My Xterra like fucking shredded. Like it's it was seventeen hundred bucks five speed, and like yeah, it doesn't have lock. It has like an LSD. When I had it, it was I didn't lock oh. that I went everywhere, but I did a lot of shit with it. They're that's, really like S thirteen trucks, man. Yes, hundred like, percent. Right now, they're right in that spot where they're kind of still disposable like yeah at least first gens yeah like they make sense man like you're getting forerunner capability for like a third of the price it's yeah. sometimes yeah. way less you know and they drive super sick like fully yeah. fully driftable rain or snow i love that that's always uh like I mean, this is a requirement man. For, you can for me it's a yeah, requirement like, 100%. Well, I and Ryan have, has. Yeah, Ryan has I have a '99 Toyota 4Runner Limited, so just Ooh. like the most basic of things. That's not it's basic, limited. dude. The Limited's like the creme de la creme of. Not like, really. That's I the mean, coveted 4Runner. No, because it's not like a TRD or anything like that. They didn't make a they TRD. Make I know, but people like put stickers on and then try to make claims that it's like, <laughs> like that is a TRD of it, and it's like get out of here. You, you could do liars. that too, Ryan. I'm yeah, not going to because I'm not a liar. So I'll I'm not cut you the vinyl, that. bro. No, I don't want it's it. It's already cut. We've got Look, someone applying it. I literally time. bought that truck yeah. because it was easy to change my da- my daughter's diaper in the back. It was like the perfect change table. I was like, cool. That's an expensive and, ass change table. Yeah, I was yeah. just get to say. Yeah. It wasn't that expensive at the time, and it was the only like truck that my wife and I could agree on. She How really, much was your forerunner? I paid like sixty two hundred for it, and it has oh, under three hundred thousand. Yeah. Under 300,000, the timing belt had just been done. So I bought it. That was like, looked at some other ones, and that was the best one that came up. It was before they went like to the moon. And now I think it's worth When did you buy that? Uh, I bought it like three years ago. Really? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great price, even for then, man. Like, I remember like five, six years ago, like looking at prices, and it was like a first gen Toyota pickup or second whatever first gen toyota 4runner second gen toyota pickup would be like three grand so like anything in the late 80s and then you'd move to the 89 to 95 models you'd add three grand and then if you went into like a first gen tacoma or third gen 4runner you'd be like 10 grand yeah like three to four three to five years ago when i bought my xterra in 2017 or whatever i was looking at 4runners and like the prices were just You'd pay four or five, or like they'd be asking four or five grand for like a clapped out three hundred fifty thousand k rust bucket, and I was like, like rebuilt status, it. damage, yeah. you know, yeah, for half the price, you get twice the truck. So yeah, anyways, it's, the market's still crazy, and I, you know, when I was looking, I was looking in Alberta and Saskatchewan and BC, and there was does nothing. Does it have a up. rusty chrome bumper? It absolutely does, because I don't know they all. Is it some yeah. variant of silver or champagne? Yeah. That's right, silver gray. It's the Camry truck. Yeah, yeah. it's fully the Camry truck. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing: we brought Eric here to give guidance uh, to people that are thinking of switching or venturing into what would we call this scene? Do we call like what is a specific word for this scene? We don't want to say overland. 
But he got rid of overlanding from his name. Do we want to still call it overlanding? But I mean, that's what it's I mean, we we'll call it wayfaring. The thing is, like, I'd say 95 or maybe more percent of people that use the word overland are you like don't even understand that like overland is really like long term, like long distance vehicular travel. If you're going like five hours away to go camp at a hot springs, you're not overlanding, you know? That's why I got rid of the the uh, the name because I wasn't doing travel like that. And my uh, a friend and I, Josh, it almost feels like you're giving people too much credit for them to drive five hours to go to a hot springs. Well, whatever, but that's just camping, dude. <laughs> that's just car camping. That's not car overlanding. Camping, yeah, but you have done that. You've gone on full out trips, like yeah, we've gone to Utah yeah. and Colorado, Nevada, like down the coast and stuff like that. You know, that's. Oh. I don't even know if I'd still call that overlanding, man. Like to me, overlanding is like, it's like fully it's, long distance. It's like, yeah, like a 60 year old couple in a Unimog like going across Russia or something like that, you know, yeah. or like that's overlanding. I don't know. I saw or like the we, photos that looked like you were like, as far as I know, I would feel like you'd have more stake to it than anyone else to say overlanding. Yeah, well, I, mean, I know. But I like, mean, you're still uh, driving somewhere to go on a trail in a different like geographical area with different features yeah did i mean you stay if, in you're a, on a hotel trip. did you stay in a hotel never dude well that sounds like overlanding to me you went but over I mean, in land it was like but it's like driving to a drift event man like you're like oh yeah we got to get to irwindale in, in two days so you're like okay i'm just gonna drive 22 hours straight um sleep at the beach yeah, and we exactly we pull over. But like, at least you have a truck to room. sleep in. There. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so taking a dirt up. nap in front of your car. <laughs> but then you see those dudes like we got guys here, uh, like that bring their trucks, you know, from Germany or whatnot, and they have those crazy MANs or, un- or not really even Unimogs. They're like these weird purpose-built. Yeah, they're like like that's like the that's upper echelon overland. of overlanding yeah. for sure. Yeah, that. You see, like an old couple in like a Peugeot truck or something weird yeah. like that you've never seen before. It just yeah, looks like, like a toaster. First gen, like the first gen Mercedes Brand Sprinter that's yeah, yeah. fully a toaster and it's always yeah. yeah. It's yeah. always like filled with cancerous rust. All right, all right. So now that we've decided we can't call this overlanding, what the hell are we going to call it? But but I mean, I feel like that's it's just people getting into wheeling, really, though. You know, like yeah, I mean, that's the the simplest sense of it. Like I see. Like guys in our groups and in locals, or like you look at like Gold Star and those guys, like you know, they're just getting out in trucks that are, you know, similar to like a modded drift car and just going wheeling for the weekend, just like we yeah. do, right? It's just like another thing to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you get to see, <laughs> I mean, we live in British Columbia, we have like extremely beautiful, you know, everything literally an hour or two or five or 20 from our house, and like you could, you know, the the sky's the limit you could spend weeks and weeks in our backcountry sort of like exploring i mean dude i've been yeah. trying to tell people this <laughs> since like oh eight yo yeah. come on man let's do this it's awesome it's so much fun like look at what you can see did i get a truck before you kevin i guess i did because i was gonna ask uh, the question yeah, like what you made had ex- you get a you truck had Xterra. i just want to yeah i just that's the thing i just wanted to get out there and like see the like beautiful the beautiful areas that we lived in you know <clears throat> i i enjoyed camping as a kid and like i hadn't been camping in, you know you know a lot like after that um because i've just been so fixated on cars and you know like eric said like you know you go to go to drift events and like sleep at the track or sleep in your car or do you know like do whatever it takes to go to these drift events but like I was kind of like, yeah, man, like, you know, I'd like to go and see, see the beautiful area that we live in. And, um, and then, yeah, like you start, you got a truck and then Dustin got a truck. And then like, you know, like Eric kind of had always had trucks and Mm -hmm. I was just like, man, like, yeah, it would be really sick to get, to get my own truck. Get a real weird truck. And then you did it. (laughs) Well, I got it. Uh, it was actually that camping trip that we all went on in like, I can't even remember how when that it's like was like 2011, I think. Yeah, it was like when 2011. I had the quad cab and we drove yeah, through the river. Eric had the yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eric had this Hilux and like we all piled into the back and like drove through the river and like we're like ripping around. And then you and I actually, Kevin, like I don't know if we walked or drove some car up basically like a different FSR and we were like overlooking this huge valley and like like uh, Squamish River. And I was like, like this is literally like two hours from my house. Like I shit, think I, was, I, I think it was Matt CRV. 
Yeah, it was like a CRV or something. I think something. that was Matt's CR, first-gen CRV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I was like, yo, yeah, like we was... could just do this all the time. Like, I mean, I didn't get a truck then, but that was kind of like, yeah, the, we like, need to get a truck. The realization. Yeah. yeah, that was when it was for me. So you guys essentially read the license plate of BC, which is just like beautiful British Columbia, and you're like, <laughs> better go find out why. Yeah. And then here you are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, good. Yeah, exactly. So I want to know, though, and this will be for Eric. Uh, so we're talking about people getting into wheeling now that we've identified that it's wheeling. People coming in from the car scene, what should they know about getting into it? Like about like modding your truck or like just going out into the backcountry kind of thing or what? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Clean up after yourself. <laughs> yeah. Bear spray. Uh, yeah. First <laughs> things like about a truck. Like what, what should I be looking at? It I'm must be four-wheel drive. <laughs> Well, basically, I mean, solid axle. Must not, really not understanding when we Must said Eric's drive. Well, your question yeah. is very yeah. vague. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. To start off, you can you can really take anything that's got a little bit of ground clearance and probably all-wheel drive, um, and just start doing some day trips. You know, look up some trails online or places so like an like Eagle to Talon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, I don't know, like an AMC, like the yeah, old, AMC Eagle, the Woody wagon one. Yo, those yeah. are sick. You got to look at it like if you're planning on like, you know, maybe getting into this, that you could dive down a wormhole <laughs> like no other because you will end up spending just as much money on that daily or your off-road vehicle as your truck very fast. Or as your truck, I mean, or as yeah. your car. Yeah. yeah, sorry, that's what I mean. Or you could just kind of get a beater truck. You could get a shit kicker truck like Gerard got like for his first truck and, um, you know, you fix it up. You made it pretty nice. And, yeah, it had, uh, had the like three piece wheels and shit on it. Yeah, and you had the the skyline seats and stuff like yeah, that. And yeah, make yeah. it make it your own, which is some cheap mods, and then you know have something that uh, you can take out into the bush and will be semi reliable. But yeah, you definitely got to know that you know these things can get pretty expensive pretty fast. One thing that always totally surprised me, and like, it was like one of the kind of the first trips that like Gerard and I went on. He like I went out with him in his Xterra, and it was like. I swear it was completely stock. I swear he hadn't done the lift. Maybe it had tires like that came with it at that point. So when but, we like, did that camping was, trip and we were jumping it. Yeah. And like, it was just <laughs> like so darn capable for like being stock. You don't really need everything yeah. to do no. everything. Like, like yeah. honestly, you'd be surprised at how hard you can push a car that <laughs> you might not believe it can do what it's going to do. You know, Yeah, it might not make it home. <laughs> well that's the thing is like okay i mean i guess you see a lot of people i mean it's sort of like the car thing too right people get into trucks because it's fucking cool and then they like get this truck and then they get these wheels and then they get this lift and they get you know and they buy a lot of unnecessary shit because they want i don't know a certain aesthetic or like a certain image but like yeah, if you're actually people. wheeling man you'd be surprised what you could do in a stock four by four fucking anything man like totally you know what it it's a lot like it's a lot like building a drift car in a way that or any sort of like race car where you see a lot of people will just you know select all add to cart because they've seen the the thing done before when in reality like you know it does it does pay dividends to just kind of like take your truck out as a stock truck and just kind of like get stuck and you know go with some friends obviously but you know, get stuck and break stuff and try it out before you like just instantly just add 30 grand or whatever to a Tacoma. And next thing you know, like you've never even turned the four wheel drive on, but you got max tracks and you got roto packs and all this crap bolted to the side, you know? Yeah. So uh, here's my question then. What is the angle kit of wheeling? Like the thing long travel, long Long travel. travel. No, is it though? (laughs) I don't know. It's like every Tacoma bro is like, got to get long travel, man. For what though? Like, are they jumping (laughs) it? (laughs) That's that's what I said. Yeah, man. You ever been to the desert, bro? I I mean, I guess technically we, I haven't. Like, I don't know the angle kit of off-roading. But yeah, what do you mean by the angle kit though? Yeah, I I don't know. Like, I guess that's a. I mean, like the angle kit. In past episodes, we've talked about, I think, where people are like, well, I get the angle kit and it'll like comp, like when you're building a drift car and it's, I think it'll make me drift sick. Yeah, it'll make me drift sick. This is like, they have what will it. Make I've you seen overland it. sick. Yeah. Like <laughs> what drone. makes you a drone? Yeah. Rooftop tent. 
<laughs> a rooftop tent. Yeah, no, no, no. Sure. Mod number for one, sure. awning. Awning. Awning yeah. for sure. And now you need drawers. Where are you going to put your shit without drawers? Dude, you need patches so, on the headliner. That's the first oh, mod. Oh, headliner patch. Headliner patch. <laughs> Why is there not a serial nine headliner patch? Yo. These, are, these uh, episodes my... are full of great ideas. And you guys are just <laughs> throwing them all away. <laughs> okay, so coming out of the gate, realistically, you probably don't need a ton of things to start wheeling. Is that fair to say? I yeah, man. You, I mean, like... You don't really need to mod like if you get a stock Xterra, you could take it a lot of places, man. A lot of places. Like I would hit the road with like a plug patch kit, you know, a compressor so you can air your tires down and just go for it. Yeah, I mean a stock, you know, anything like Tacoma or Forerunner or uh I guess I mean I had a Pajero before, which is is pretty cool. Um I guess those are Monteros in the States. Uh I don't know. What else, Kevin? I don't know you get a high, get a high new, ace, a Zuzu Raider. Uh, yeah. You could get a um, a Zuzu Via Cross. <laughs> Dude, those things are kind of sick, though. What about like? Yeah, I, don't, are, I mean, I don't know anything about. Sick. I don't know anything yeah, about like those, the those American like the versions. The new, you know, there's the new all new those, Bronco. Like, well, I mean, what are the older? What's the older equivalent? It's like a not a Colorado, but like a like a S10 or some shit or. I don't know. I mean, Jeeps. Sure. What about Jeeps, man? Everyone's got Jeeps. We forgot nah, about those. We're not talking about Jeeps. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about cool off-road vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just kidding. Hey, you take your Jeep back bum, bum, to your bum, bum, dream bum. mansion and just relax, all right? Yeah, exactly. Bro, I'm Why buying are, a can come over later. Why are all Jeeps so angry, though? A person gets a truck or a, a Jeep, I guess, if they don't have any taste, and then they <laughs> head out and start you're, you're driving hater, around. Man. Yeah, I mean, I am. If you've listened to any of these podcasts, I have lots of opinions on things, and none of them are like necessarily right. I just have Jeep, opinions. Jeeps are uh, Jeeps are to you what Model Threes are to Gerard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like every Nissan is to Kevin. Yeah. Um, so people they get out there, they start getting their seat time in. They're gaining experience and confidence in their wheeling abilities. <laughs> you know, now they want to. Take it to the next level. What mods come after you've put in your seat time? What sh- what should you be doing? Two and a half inch lift, locker, tires. Yeah, I, w- I would say lift and tires is probably the next for sure. Yeah, that lift and tires, answer. and then probably a locker, or you know that could yeah. be your next mod after the lift and tires. So not a tent, not an awning, not a ladder. <laughs> also, like you know, it, it's kind of like vehicle dependent, like. Maybe your maybe your truck comes with like shitty like basically road tires, and like yeah, tires you might like need to do that you gotta do. first. And like I don't know, maybe your truck came with like dope tires that are like already a pretty decent size, and like if you just got like a locker, then you're like unstoppable, and you don't even need a lift or something. You know, like yeah, I mean, you know, like if you bought like a new Bronco or 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 the new Defender or, you know, I guess if you had like. I mean, none of the Land Cruisers ever really came with, especially not now. They come with like full out like touring tires and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. You could buy a Raptor. <laughs> you could buy a Raptor. You could buy a crazy Jeep. What about that new yeah, Dodge, like T Rex? What the heck is that, dude? It's a yeah, Hellcat powered Ram. It's oh, like a Raptor yeah. competitor, and it's fucking crazy. <laughs> called it a T Rex. <laughs> yeah, it's got this. It's got one of those like Easter eggs in the car where it's a raptor eating. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, or, sorry, it's no. a T Rex eating a raptor. Full on. <laughs> if I ever had to build a, a four by four, I would just call it like an asteroid. And then it's just because it it's wiped out the dinosaurs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here comes um, Ryan and his meteor. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the noise it would make. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. That's how they should sound. Is that electric? If you're coming to wipe out the dinosaurs, you better be electric. You know? Yeah, no doubt, right? That's yeah. the whole. But I'm trying to get us that, that petrol, mm-hmm. that petrol fuel. You know, maybe so, maybe uh... you can maybe you can pitch Elon and get the Cybertruck called the meteorite and fucking yeah yeah. I mean, it looks maybe... like a fucking meteorite. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it looks like a door wedge. <laughs> it um... looks like if your four year old daughter drew a meteor. With like my four-year-old crayon. daughter? I don't know anyone's. <laughs> Why they got to be a daughter, Gerard? Boys, <laughs> I got two, too. man. So, um, all right. Here's a fun question. So, I'm interested in the topic <clears throat> of wheels for trucks because it seems like there's a lot of varying opinions on this. Like, 
from when I started looking into stuff, I noticed a lot of truck dudes don't want to spend a lot of money on wheels, but then there seems to be another camp, uh, Eric, which I feel you belong to, that <laughs> is totally okay with like the three-piece shiny fancy wheel. Yeah, there's where... definitely like a group of people that like didn't really come from like a modify your car background that just steel wheels are a-okay fucking smash every door on the truck every weekend you know yeah doesn't steel matter wheels are not okay um, I, mean, I don't know that's but like you can hit them attitudes as well <laughs> you can hit them with a hammer and knock them back to straight when you smash them with the rock you know yeah because they fucking bend so easily because yeah. <laughs> so people's concerns do you feel like they're valid when they talk about putting like shiny three-piece wheels on four by fours or not really do you... i mean somewhat uh I don't know. The thing that's nice about three-piece wheels is like you can have accidents with them and smash them up, and then they're they're salvageable, rebuildable as long as you don't Gerard your wheel and bend the mm-hmm. face and taco the thing completely. But you know they can they can take more abuse than most of those like cast one-piece wheels um, that a lot of people run. You know you can rebuild them to a more aggressive size if you want you can continuously fix them up or, you know, they can always be refinished. You know, I will have no hesitation to spin my wheels into rocks and have rocks spin inside of the dish. It just comes with the territory, right? But right. it's, uh, yeah, exactly. Letter E. <laughs> so yeah. do you think now with like the influx of all these like car dudes coming into the wheeling scene, we'll see more and more of that type of build? I think so. I mean, you're already starting to see it. Yeah, I got friends like, all over the east coast and west coast that seem to be building trucks that have three-piece wheels you know like the day i posted mine up a friend of mine mason he posted up that he got the exact same epsilons on his forerunner (laughs) and then my friend charlie back east he's got nice three-piece wheels on his 60 series and yeah just you know there's people popping up all over the place that kind of have like a similar taste for their trucks as their cars you know good yeah yeah it's, it i mean good. it is it is sick yeah it's like it, it, i don't know it's, it's cool to see because like you know it's it's been yeah, years when of you the used same to see like a modern formula, toyota you know? it was just like yeah like a beat up toyota and like yeah like steel wheels and yeah it just rat bag but now it's sick when you you, you see one you're like yo that's that's a fucking nice truck yeah you know for like for years like the only wheels you'd see on on nice builds in the states would be like center lines yeah those mickey thompson classic twos and stuff and it's yeah. like they're shiny they're nice you know they usually are pretty crazy fitment but you know it's it's been done it's, yeah it's, it's you know pretty old school look i think the thing for me too is like i think now there's a lot more choices for cool truck wheels because i mean you know i'm i'm of that opinion where like it doesn't have to be three piece or super duper name brand but a lot of those really cool wheels from japan that are one piece are i guess you call it name brand like bradley v's and then there was like the bridgestone meshies that i had it's wed's keelers yeah the keelers you see those a lot and they're pretty cool man yeah and there's a lot of just like in japan like it's pretty cool or common to have like a a car looking you know 16 or 17 inch aluminum wheels it's just silver and it just looks really nice whereas like here it, it's it seemed like all the truck wheels had to be like black with like machining or like yeah they you know always bronze. have to have like weird steps in the lips or like yeah th- three quarter inch plastic bolts on the on the face and stuff it's like these gaudy center caps that are like seven inches in diameter yeah you know, it's, it's like, like why, why is it all that garbage skulls yeah. oh yeah <laughs> Monster, like a, it's like the entire caps. the entire affliction design crew like yeah left, like left when like the company went under and like went to making wheels for yeah truck. big um, big metal militia sticker on the back window yeah <laughs> yeah for like a seven inch stack yeah but yeah i mean there's there's those you know i guess those bradley v copies i guess if you will and eric you helped make those in the 17 and like basically the, the coolest possible size that they offered yeah like uh, uh those um stealth custom series the f5s that are like really popular now you know they're just a rep of uh that bradley v but yeah they uh i got them to make it in that 17 by 9 which took forever but yeah they didn't even make the real one in a size that that crazy and you know once i convinced the guys at stealth custom to make that size like what do you know like it was their number one seller now they make every single wheel they make in a 17 by 9 negative 38 you know yeah and they, they have a new version of that wheel too. It like 
you know it's a bit different like looks kind of cool or whatever yeah it's kind of like more squared off like almost like not quite regamaster yeah yeah you yeah know, that style sounds like you're sending their kids to college and then you just get bragging rights <laughs> basically i mean uh, they gave me they they hooked me up so well, that's good but now you don't even run those wheels anymore yeah i still have i still kept one to uh, you know use as like a yeah exactly a hang it from the wall if i was a guy looking for wheels for uh like for a four by four what would you suggest where should i go where black I rhino god damn it drunk <laughs> are you drunk yeah marketplace <laughs> discount tire direct yeah gerard's, gerard's out here just like pumping tsw to make them hot like no but, matter okay, how hard you try the, it's not gonna be a thing gerard the thing is okay thing. so for example kevin and i are not fetch have, have extremely fucking weird wheel sizing like kevin can't buy fucking three-piece japanese wheels or whatever that would look so-called sick i i could but i'd be spending like three thousand dollars I'm probably not going to do that on a truck when it's like my fifth vehicle or some shit. You know what I mean? I got three piece wheels all over the place on my other cars. So I had to buy, you know, the one piece, something that I thought looked unique and like, yeah, I customized them or whatever. And they, and they work. And I mean, Kevin, same thing we built it or he got some custom wheels built for his truck. So they're still cool. Yeah. I mean, and it, yeah, it was a dually dually rear on my truck and like a normal style dually front wheel too. So what we did is measured the offset of the axles and I got custom wheels made so that I can flip them so that I can only have one spare on the truck and it's the same wheel on the rear mounted with the dish and you flip it over and put it on the front on the on the positive side and it goes on the front and then those wheels run in the same track within 10 mil it's, i think actually it's within like five mil yeah it's pretty it would have been perfect except the thickness of the face when they made it was thicker than i assumed yeah. it was going to be but You're it's goddamn still totally MacGyver. fine <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. So, um gerard why can't you take like an, a set of old wheels and have them rebuilt i don't like okay, so my truck that so yeah, i never okay. buy your truck and other people don't so they don't have this problem well, my truck is a, it's a fairly modern truck. So it uses like a, like a relatively high offset wheel. Right. So most of what guys run, like say in Australia or something on the Y62 is like an 18 by nine uh, plus 20 or 24, which, I mean, we all know that's a pretty whack looking wheel, no matter how you slice it. Right. Like, so, <laughs> I mean, you could probably put a zero on, like on my Xterra, my wheel stuck out like two inches, which was kind of fine and sick, but like on my sort of like nice truck that I drive every day I, I kind of want it to be sort of fitting so I went with like yeah nine and a half 20 or something like that so yeah the choices are fairly limited you're either going to get something that looks super ugly or, or kind of ugly and then I felt like mine were sort of like because they have the concave they're ugly hot man yeah they're like kind of <laughs> they look like almost OEM wheels which I think is sort of cool I painted them silver so they they don't look blatantly like aftermarket, but they look, in my opinion, cool with the 35s. So yeah, I like that look. Yeah, they definitely look good. They're definitely like what truck has the best wheel option for it? Eric's or yeah, any like, of those older. Yeah. Yeah, definitely like any any like 79 to 95, 79 to 85 Toyota pickup. Uh like land cruisers from that era, like they just swallow up huge wheels. Like you can put like a 15 by 10 on it and still be kind of sunk with like a negative 50 offset. What about it's, that like Hawaiian style? Yeah, yeah. That, you could definitely go like 15 by 14s on it and only poke like two <laughs> inches. I so, love that style. So then we should, you should only buy land cruisers is now what I've taken from this. If you want to, if cool, you want to have, if you want to have maximum wheel. wheel. Yeah. So yeah. why did Gerard, why did you pick your truck? over a toyota other than your current love affair with nissan <laughs> uh okay so the exterior other out. than the price other than the price well yeah mm -hmm. i mean okay so for example my truck was about the same price as like an 80 series uh an 80 series is what like a 1997 maybe 96 yeah, at, the, at the newest yeah like... so um and one thing that was very important for me was to be able to have two-wheel drive uh, my truck is full-time four-wheel drive, but it is a Nissan. So I just simply put a switch in or remove the fuse and then I have two-wheel drive. Um, so that was an important thing for me. Um, I wanted fully independent. I had the Pajero before and 
it had fully independent suspension and I, I really liked that. Um, so that, I mean, honestly, watching those guys wheel the Y62s in Australia and stuff, I was like, yo, that can do that. And I was like, that's my truck. And it, you know, it has seven seats, big engine, super comfy, looks really kind of unique. And I think it looks cool. Um, takes 35 stock. And that's like a pretty cool thing. Uh, and it's modern. I wanted a truck that I could drive every day comfortably and then take wheeling and it's fast and it can tow my car and it can carry my whole family. So that's why I bought my truck. I definitely, I love the first time we all went out as a group with our trucks and we went up to Squamish and when we were, when we were setting up for <laughs> camp and, um, we'd all kind of pulled in and we're just chilling. And those guys were still trying to look for camp and those Tacomas and that avalanche or whatever. Yeah, drove by. Avalanche, yeah. yeah. And the guy, I can't remember if it was the guy in the avalanche or the guy in the like GMC pickup or whatever, but he looked over at your truck and went, that thing can make it here. Like, <laughs> like really? Like, yeah. that come dude on, was man. In, like, this thing's more world... capable than your truck. Yeah. That yeah. was in the world's worst Chevy. Like that was yeah. like, I swear it was like an avalanche or like a, yeah, like it was an Avalanche. VX or something. Yeah, like, like chrome wheels and shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I yeah. just for one second confused an Avalanche for an Aztec. And <laughs> no, I was it like, basically Yo. is. It basically is. It might no, as well an Avalanche be. has an LS in it though, so that's kind yeah, of yeah. Cool. It's got yeah, like the Aztec. like mismatched like Body. colored bumpers like yeah. an <laughs> Avalier would have. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, that was the style of the time. <laughs> No, let's talk about the Aztec. That was the money-saving technique of the time. <laughs> let's talk about the Aztec. Should I get, it had a tent in the Dude, back. Dude, that was way ahead of its time. That it was, was the vehicle. Is that not the vehicle he drove in Breaking Bad? Yeah, when he was Breaking Bad is yeah. Army Green. Bad. Aztec? Man, I, think it's like, are... I think it's Desert Sand Tan, but what if, yeah, either way. No, it's green hey, in Breaking Bad. What's the best color for an off-road vehicle? What? <laughs> Fire truck red. Fire truck red for sure. Yeah, because that way, when you're run out um, of diesel in the middle of nowhere, and the helicopter has to come get you, they can fly yeah. easily. Ah, oh, shit, that's a good answer. Eric, uh, you got any? Any? What's your favorite off-road color? Anything but black, dude. I got a black truck. It looks great. It's got some nice VC pinstriping on it. I'm just gonna go with Toyota. Is it? Quicksand or Sandstorm? Champagne. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Toyota Darude Sandstorm. Sandstorm. That's the one. Anytime I look at a new Toyota, I'm like, can I get it in that color? And then I realize I'm broke. What about capability? Like, I feel like a lot of people would probably say, like, oh, full independent suspension. It's not very capable. Um, is capability like a, like a big deal? Like, I mean, most Tacomas, I mean, are bought because, you know, it's got the locker and all that sort of stuff stock. And I guess they are fairly capable vehicles. Um, so like, do you think most of these guys are actually using these trucks to the potential that they actually require capability, quote unquote, or is it just mainly a style thing or. I mean, like from what I see of the like drifter dudes and like car guys that have gone into off-roading, like, you know, I see these guys at Moab and, and doing trails in Colorado and stuff like that. It's like, okay, well they're actually using it, but you know, probably, 75% of people that have these trucks, you know, don't really use them to their full capability. I mean, I, I don't use my truck to its full capability, but I guess the thing you kind of think about with building a truck sometimes is like, well, at least I've got the capability if I get into a jam, you know, yeah. or like we're doing this trail, but like, oh, it washed out. Well, you know, we're five hours back to the road this way. Well, you know, should we attempt this kind of thing? And, yeah yeah you know knowing that you've got the capability to get through something like that can definitely yeah. make it or break it yeah like yeah. if you have lockers and a winch then maybe you know you're kind of good no matter really what truck you have or something like that yeah stuff you are like you know what i mean the the more ways you have to get out of a situation the safer you're gonna feel and like you know the better off you're gonna be so it sounds to me like there's a difference where it's like so if you were building a car or a drift car you're looking for like parts that help you like push actually it is a bit the same but i'm going to frame it differently they help you push almost to the limit like get more angle more speed blah 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 yeah. uh when you're now talking about from your perspective of building a four by four it could be looked at like oh i'm trying to build to push the limit but probably most of us are actually building 
safety nets for like our truck. It's like, I'm going to go out, I'm going to be out in the wilderness. And this is a different type of dangerous than like tossing your car at a wall sideways. It's like, I'm going to go out. I could get stuck. I could be four hours away. So it's like, uh, Hey man, like I, I rolled, I rolled my truck like seven or eight hours from here down in Washington doing like the most like just boring trail. Like it, I mean, I won't say it was boring. It had an amazing view. Um, and we were going along cliff edge, but yeah, it was just like a flat gravel road and you know, things happen. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to bring that up. I didn't want to relive awful <laughs> it's, memories. It's, it's, it, it's, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a bad topic. Okay. Yeah, so I, I had this question. So what, what would be something maybe that you would skimp on when you're building your car, but you would never think to ever do on your, on your truck? What would you skip on on your car? You're like, ah, oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I could get away with like just buying like the, na- the off brand or like, ah, oh, it doesn't really matter. Like, my blow off valve's not like the best, mm. you know? But you're like, fiberglass Yo, w- bumpers. That's my skip for cars. <laughs> fiberglass bumpers. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe brand. exactly. Maybe you're like, yo, I need, I need a bumper. But like, Max you know, tracks, I know dude. that's not Eric. Eric, I would, like, I, Max tracks, like, dude. The, you need, the you need AliExpress guy. Max tracks. I mean, I would probably say maybe a winch if I was gonna get a winch. I don't have one, but I probably wouldn't buy the shittiest winch. I'd probably buy something that's actually gonna work when I need it and like not be, yeah, you know, killing sense. my battery or not actually working or like jamming up. Yeah, I feel like I'd probably get a name brand yeah, or at least like a, a well done. You really, you really yeah. need it to work. And it's yeah, not yeah. Gonna that's work and you're just like fuck yeah i mean i can't really think of anything better than having like a win and it's funny because i'm saying that like never really having had a winch i was just gonna say eric's never I, had a winch i i had it never on needed the, one on yeah. the moab trip bro i yeah exactly i built i built that 70 series meant went down to moab and met up with all the stanceworks guys and i had only had the truck for a month kept making jokes like yeah i never got to test the four-wheel drive and then what do you know like five minutes into the first day we hit this weird incline i'm still nervous from my rollover like the year before um you know getting back into four-wheeling and i'm on this weird angle really uphill and the four-wheel drive doesn't work and i've got to use the winch and it's like well thankfully i got that working before i left you know (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I've never had a winch on any other truck, and I sold the winch that came on the sixty. So maybe I'm <laughs> not the best one to talk. Was that yeah, a, so? Why don't you have a winch? Is it an aesthetic thing, or you just don't think you need it? Or uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I yeah, That's I guess it. like a, a lot of the time I'm with other people, so it's like if we're on <laughs> some sort of trip like that, I've always got toe straps and and some sort of recovery gear but um yeah i don't know i don't know if it's necessarily an aesthetic thing because i usually have had like off-road bumpers and stuff yeah that would probably Uh, hide a winch pretty easily yeah i guess like you know it is a fairly big ticket item and i've always just had other priorities first considering like like, wheels (laughs) three-piece wheels intercooler turbo upgrades stuff like that yeah um so yeah real, prior- real off-road I, shit yeah exactly yeah you know you gotta let her eat man yeah exactly. <laughs> um, i mean hey man if you can make it up to the top of that rock without using the winch then you don't yeah. need a winch so i was gonna say like what about the yeah like what what is four by four yeah i think like the like the off-road truck like landscape is as broad as you could imagine the car landscape yeah is, for like, sure drag racing to you know like yeah like yeah. drifting and low riders and everything in between you know like i kind of imagine that there's like the the group of people that are totally interested in the journey of how yeah. they get into where they are like nobody's really been there and it's really hard to get through and it's mm-hmm. like they got to get and it's a task to get yeah. to where they're going and then there's the people that are maybe yeah. more inclined there. to be like I just want to get to where I'm going so I can enjoy mm-hmm. the end, right? Like, wow, yeah. what an amazing view. What an amazing place to be. What a cool place to come camp. And that's yeah. kind of like how I see it. I think, uh, you know, what a lot of us find the most fun is kind of like a blend of both of <laughs> yeah. those things, right? Yeah, we're, I was gonna say that too. we're trying to get to like a cool destination and we do do some challenging obstacles on the way there that kind of, it's like, this is the reason why I have this thing, you know, because 
if you're just blasting down FSR as well, you we could all yeah, Jaguar. We, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah, it you gotta cool do you to... gotta do something that makes it so that the other people who don't have the vehicles that you have can't be where you are. Yeah. yeah. It's make it a little like bit flex. harder to get to and yeah, mm -hmm. just makes the destination that you're like you're getting to even that much sweeter. Less people right? have seen it, right? It's kind of like awesome. flexing drifting too. Like if you're sick of mm -hmm. drifting and have like, you know, you can tandem and you can do all that. It's I feel like that's sort of on par. Like once you're at that level and you're doing trails that are challenging for like the normie or like yeah like normies are kind of like oh that's pretty crazy but like you're like yeah no problem bro like i got this <laughs> you know what i mean what's the what's the one thing you wouldn't leave home without probably the tire compressor or the speedy deflator <laughs> uh, yeah i don't even know i'd man. say self so i'd say like a rope or, or like a shovel some sort of that's like not having jumper cables it's like if you yeah if you have a flat battery and jumper cables any car that drives by you can well, probably guess... be like Hey, but if if I, and like same thing with a rope. If you have a rope and you're stuck, someone could give you a hand. But like, I don't even if know if they there's don't, like you know. I don't think there's like one specific thing. I yeah, there's definitely because, like a because I have like a little kit that like stays in my truck at yeah. all times, and it's like I've got a fire extinguisher. I've got the speedy deflator. The compressor stays in there. The I've got a tool kit. You know, driving a 1988 truck. <laughs> I've got um spare belts i've got yeah. the the 20 foot strap and shot and uh, shackles i feel yeah. like the recovery kit's pretty it's a pretty like standard thing if you have like a half decent recovery kit like any four by four should basically have that yeah what's uh what's the recovery kit look like well for me it's just a rope and two shackles <laughs> <laughs> for someone else it's probably way better oh yeah i mean i got a i got a toe strap some shackles well, it looks like you got the same kit. <laughs> well, no, I have I have one of those. Were like, they on sale? Folding yeah. shovels. I don't know. Yeah. Gloves. I, yeah. I have. A, I don't know. I got. I have one of those like, like really funny like folding shovels where you tighten the thing. To, yeah, that's what I. Yeah, got. it came in the back of the the first eighty I got when it came from Japan, <laughs> along with a metric tape measure, like metric only. Oh, and wow. for some yeah, reason, that's, that's still in my truck, like because I really need a metric only tape measure. Yeah, my, my my shovel came with like I swear it was like the Prado or some weird shit. Yeah, it was the same thing. I have like a four inch like webbing strap that's like twenty feet long and a and a shackle, and then I have uh I've never at once used that strap, and then I have a kinetic rope and a soft shackle, and those I probably use them like thirty times in one day once. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> so yeah, the kinetic rope is um is so amazing in the snow. Like it's so yeah, amazing. the kinetic rope is definitely where it's at. Being and able to like do that was so good too. Yeah, like it's so fast on because you're also <laughs> doing it, it continuously in the snow, and it's either like touch this like steel shackle and undo like, the drop the piece every yeah. single fucking time, or literally just touch this rope and like pull it through itself. Yeah, it's it's literally a godsend. I don't even think I've got front tow hooks on my truck. I was just gonna <laughs> say I gotta make some recovery points on my truck. Very confident. Um, why? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> diesel versus gas isn't diesel always going to be better i feel like everyone just wants diesel like you know out There's of the gate pros the thing is like it's like it's so expensive to get into so unless you get a deal like you probably won't make it back you know like plus you know my truck's great for just like idling along trails and stuff like that and it, that's kind of where it comes into its own but then you know it's not going to be flooring it down the highway with gerard you know yeah whereas like gerard's car you you probably want to bring some jerry cans i was gonna say there's like one trip where i was on where literally i was the only diesel guy uh, all of a sudden like the road home is closed we have to turn around and i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna make it to the next gas station and nobody else has diesel yeah you know like if i could like everybody else in the crew of the other four cars all had a jerry can of gas yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely because like i don't know usually when i'm on a trip you know i'm maybe not the only diesel but it usually ends up like somewhere on the trail the gas trucks like we'll have to fill up or you know we'll have to hit a gas station if we go in through a town but i'll look and i'll be like oh i'm still over half a tank 
Yeah. Um, which then I'll still fill up because why not? I'm because I'm the only one not carrying a jerry can. But yeah, yeah, yeah I, I mean a that's preposterously a huge... small gas tank. I should yeah. mention. Yeah, I like, I definitely have a, a fuel economy problem <laughs> in that truck. It's it's <laughs> you know 400 horses and like what 7,000 pounds or whatever the hell it is. Like this shit drinks fuel. So like yeah, I've never taken that particular truck on say like I don't know the whips are or whatever, but I would. 1000 percent be bringing extra fuel but yeah i mean diesel has pros and cons like i don't like diesel because it stinks and like um i i love the sound of diesel i think it's like rad but like man if i go up or down any sort of elevation behind these fucking guys like you're literally getting choked out like diesel on kevin's truck holy fuck yeah i really wanted a diesel like helix surf but then i started looking at the prices and i was like i can't afford this i'll just eat the cost on on there was Petrol. a time there was a time when you could get them from japan like almost same same you know like yeah and that's when it made sense maintenance is definitely more expensive on a diesel that's for sure like everything costs more like yeah the filters especially the, like the the um the more modern ones for sure too yeah yeah i feel like the intervals are like maybe a little bit more spaced out but do you hate the gas mileage of my forerunner you guys <laughs> that's what i'm not about that so what do you guys think about trucks with 800 accessories on them that's not my jam aesthetically very displeasing yeah select all add to cart man what do you mean like 800 accessories like light bars and like shovels and then like the yeah yeah like a car like you run you you're in bumper to bumper traffic commuting to vancouver and you see a tacoma with ditch lights and axe yeah rock roto packs like i mean one thing i will say is like i don't know like zombie apocalypse stickers yeah commuting in bumper to bumper traffic and you saw a unimog or you saw like one of those man trucks you'd be stoked honestly i agree though like when i see that guy i i don't is it like is it i don't have any of those feelings that i think i'm like yeah is it because it's a tacoma or is it because he has all the shit? Let's take the coolest possible truck. For me, it's all the shit. Why do you have all? It's the all shit? the shit. Like I think like, it's yeah. Because I like, think take it I, off. You're not like where are you going right now? Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like you don't need to carry axes around on the daily. Like when you chopping up like people. I don't know. I feel like you can make you any, went to a very dark place cool. very yeah. quickly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I feel like if it was my truck, like, you see a QX56 and it has a bunch of that shit on it, it might be a little bit more interesting, but I still wouldn't, like, appreciate seeing jerry cans and axes and awnings and photo uh, packs and max tracks on. You on. know what? I'm going to catch a lot of shit for this, especially because when we used to go to SEMA, I refused to take photos of all, like, the 4 by 4 area. I'd never go up there. Because I wasn't yeah. about that. I was like, no, no, Dota Logic is not about trucks. It's about cars. <laughs> so you don't and I avoid that whole pavilion. Yeah, I'd be like, fuck, what's upstairs for me? Nothing. And now I get made fun of from some of the guys that used to be on Dodo being like, yeah. why do you care about trucks now? Here's the thing. If I see that in traffic because I don't know, I don't mind it. I'm like, oh, man, that guy like clearly cares about something he's into it he's passionate about it and he's driving home an aesthetic yeah it's probably not the most functional thing but i don't i guess i don't mind it as much because it's like it's like well, somebody would probably get mad at my aristo for having white cr you know like having white cr kai's on it and being like why is he got that all the time where are you going and it's like yeah, why it's is just car loud yeah and it's, i don't care man he's fucking living his life he's living his following his own dream and he needs an axe to get there so good for him also it might be a lady jumping to conclusions you had a funny observation that probably shouldn't like won't make it to the podcast because i'll be the judge of that uh the other day i was on a bike ride and i saw this dude trying out his overland tent that was on the back of his tacoma outside of his apartment and across the street was a dude living under a tarp like with his shopping cart and i was like yo do you think that homeless dude is just so choked that this dude has a fucking apartment but then basically has a mobile apartment that he can just go anywhere with and this guy's like regular tarp apartment isn't even as nice as this guy's mobile apartment so then you gotta think at any level are homeless people okay with camping to some degree yeah it's like cool man so your recreation is to like 
<laughs> do what I do every day. Yeah, do what I do. Like, <laughs> great. That seems. I mean, yeah, it is a little bit gloaty, though. It's, yeah. Well, it's it's not. It doesn't pack into a shopping cart. It packs into a Tacoma. Yeah, it packs yeah. into like a sixty thousand dollar truck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think like when we see those Tacomas, it's kind of like like that's like forty fifty k worth of shit, and it's like you could do the exact same thing with fucking five k worth of shit, but like obviously this dude wants to look like oh, a certain way or be a that's certain that's the way. ls wise fab dude yeah, yeah. that's kind of what i mean that's yeah that's the like, one you guys you that <laughs> is that's what it is there yeah. i mean there's there's definitely like there's definitely like a group of people out there that like have all that shit they use it every week oh yeah whatever sure. right yeah because they go all the time they're trying to make it the best possible experience because there are the dudes with the ls and the wise fab that fully fucking shred and like fully are yeah. gnarly and like they do that every weekend and that's yeah. what they do and that's obviously respectable and totally cool and if you have the same you know truck i mean i remember the other it wasn't the other day but it was a while ago i was coming home and i see a tacoma that like you know looks pretty gnarly and shit and i look closer i'm like motherfucking shocks are like through the bed and i'm like what the hell and i'm like yo that's crazy he had like you know like fully crazy links and like super long shocks with external dampers and like bump stops and stuff and i'm like whoa like that that's like a tacoma you know what i yeah. mean and and it looked cool too it had like you know the wheels stuck out a bunch but they were like something rather like i don't know it just like looked really cool and and a lot different than your average so that's the, that's the gerard of of the wheeling world <laughs> <laughs> And that guy's just driving around looking, getting mad at all the other peasants. One, yeah. one thing that's like hilarious that I will say is like, you'll go to these places and there will be those overland dudes, but then there'll be like the like most granola eating hippie in a Subaru uh, Outback with a fucking canoe on fucking, the roof. Yeah. They're and a bike the exact, on the back. And a bike on the back. Yeah. And they're in the exact same place. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and. The, <laughs> And those guys have always been there, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Like 15 years ago yeah. or whatever, when I first started like going off-road, you'd see like you'd drive 40, 50 kilometers down a road to a hot spring or something that was like, you know, at the time, because there's no Instagram, it wasn't blown out. Yeah. And, and you're you, like, yo, this trail's kind of gnarly. Yeah. And then you get there and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. There's, a, there's a there's an Astro van and a legacy <laughs> wagon here. Yeah. percent. And you just yeah. like wheeled there air quotes like with your buddies yeah. and like tacomas and shit um <laughs> yeah. here's a here's a, a question rise of instagram how has that uh, affected wheeling because like it's obviously had an effect on the car scene we've talked about it but what is the effect that it's had on like the four by four scene it's blown out a lot of spots that's for sure like yeah for sure man. but uh yeah i don't know i'd say like a lot of the times at least recently yeah instagram's been shitty for social media has been shitty for that you know yeah has there Ge been any geo tagging that whole like tagging location yeah, like, is really what it comes down to yeah like i never geotag anything like if you if you want to learn like more about places and and you know great places to go like there's so much research you can do so easily or you can you know make friend like you just go four by fouring with people and then they'll they'll tell you spots or you know they'll take you places you know that's kind of how a lot of us figured it out before uh has there been any good that's come from social media and the truck scene i mean like like the car scene at least for me like you know you you're able to find like all those people that have that exact same interest or like you yeah, know, the people that have those yeah. cool trucks out there that you like, you know, like all these guys that uh, we follow each other in the States or, you know, there's a bunch of dudes that I, you know, I follow in Japan that have really cool style. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of opened it up to find more friends that have the same kind of interests as you feel like maybe back in the day you would have to build the truck you'd have to explore local areas meet people who know the spots they tell you you have to go try and find them you then you go maybe you don't find them you're still exploring whereas now it's just like they're like yo this is the exact fucking latitude and longitude you yeah plug it into your gaia and a fucking yeah. away you go you know like there's, yeah like, like what there's not like a lot of like exploration in that but mm -hmm. i mean it's still fun once you get there i guess and you know yeah <laughs> My God. All right. So what did we learn today? Trucks are cool. Yeah. Yeah.
I guess at the end of the day, what I've learned is that the plight of the car guy and the four by four, the wheeling guy, whatever you want to call it, is pretty much the same thing, right? Like you're dealing, it's like, it's an expensive game. If you get into it, you actually don't maybe need as much as you think you do to get started, but you can quickly go down that rabbit hole and social media has ruined parts of it, but maybe enhanced other parts of it. Barriers of entry. Barriers of entry are lower. Yeah. So it is the exact same. Everything that we're used to just wrapped up in a different package. Yeah. 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 Perfect. All right. I think that does anyone else else have any like closing thoughts? It's kind of like this. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. All right. Well, I think that settles it. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Serial Podcast 9. Thanks for listening to Serial Podcast 9. Thanks for listening to Serial Podcast 9.